My name is Presley. And I can smell her on you. And, and this you- is, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the, the height, height of, of horror. Whoop, 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 whoop. By your guys' blank stares, it seems like you didn't remember that line from today's subject. No, I did. I was okay. just taken aback. Yeah, I was just wanted to. To vomit a little bit, that's all. <laughs> I don't remember that from initially watching this, but I clocked it this time. Mother-son relationships are disgusting. Sorry, Presley. Oh, I know. <laughs> Have a bad relationship with your sons. Ugh, she kissed him on the mouth and Ugh. was like 25. Ugh, imagine yeah. that. Ugh. I'm okay. I don't want to. Ugh, yucky. Before we introduce our guest, Presley, I forgot to mention it last episode you were on Formulaic, playing Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. I was. And we love John there. You did great. Oh, that was a lot of people. I was very nervous. Uh-huh. So many people. Imagine having to edit like a, an 11-person podcast. <laughs> Who boy. Chaotic. But today we're just having three because we have a guest, and it's not just Ian coming on saying, I'll be able to be here for the entire time, then saying, actually, nah, this kid is going nuts. You try to record with a toddler. All right. I would put him on the mic. Fair enough. Yeah, put his headphones on and I'll say like, hey, what, what, what's your thoughts on the meaning of life? And he's like, I actually, uh, I prefer Life of Brian more. <laughs> I thought at least Comatose would get a chuckle out of that. Monty Python reference. Why does a kid know about Monty for, for, Python? Yeah, first of all, the kid's a toddler, so he knows nothing about Life of Brian. Uh, he should. He should. But I doubt he does. What about the death of Brian from Family Guy? Yahoo! What? <laughs> why, are, why, why are you linking that together? That was, that uh, because it's Life shot. of Brian and the death of Brian. I think there was an episode called The Life of Brian, and possibly The Death of Brian was the name of that episode. But we digress no longer. You know him from being a legend of horror core or from his horror movies. You should check them out. Maybe one is available on Troma now. It's Comatose. Hello, Internet Lands, Marshland Media. How are you? I'm super. It's a wonderful, uh, dreary day outside. Not too hot. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of enjoying it. Hell yeah. Presley, how are you today? Um, pretty solid, aside from having to watch this movie again. I can't believe you fuckers. <laughs> All right. We are discussing. It's a bonus episode in between seasons. And at the end, we will be pulling from Bucket Stein. I meant to send you a picture of me cutting up all of the movies yesterday. <laughs> We're pulling from Bucket Stein to find out the first movie we will be discussing for our second season covering 1991. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, but first we are discussing the polarizing 2022 film Halloween Ends. But before we get into that, Halloween, the not the holiday season, too much to go into that. It's so in pagan. It's also a film franchise. Comatose, what's your experience with this? Well, I was, I think I've been born ever since, now the first one came out in 78 and I'm a 79er, so it's just been in my lexicon since I've been a person mm-hmm. walking this earth in space. I think my first foray into actual memory lane with it would be Halloween 3. I believe I saw it at a babysitter's house and I was probably like five or six. And the uh, part where the cyborg lady at the very end after the car crash, which was his girlfriend, I can remember her name offhand. And she comes back to life and does a weird crawl like that haunted me till I was like 13 or 14. I would see that shit in my dreams all the time and it fucked me up. So I'm a big Halloween 3 fan, but uh, Halloween as a whole, it's not one of my favorites. Okay, a crawling woman on the ground? <laughs> Sounds like a dream come true for me. Oh, boy. (laughs) I love when women crawl. Presley, what is your experience with Halloween? I watched the fourth and the fifth one a lot because it was on AMC and that was the only access I had to it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't watch all of them until I was much older. But I got to say the fourth one's probably my favorite. Hell yeah. For me, I would try to get home as quickly as possible And kind of done with trick-or-treating as quickly as possible or kind of delay it in my later years just so on AMC I could watch all of the Halloween movies. So hold up. Is your first foray, both of you, the AMC versions like you guys never saw the 
Absolutely. Director. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then maybe in 2019 with Gorley and Rust, they were covering the Halloween franchise. So Nicole and I just sat down and watched every single one of them. My least favorite. Well, first, let me start out with my favorites. Well, today's, I think today's foray is my favorite in the franchise. Oh, my God. You and, disappoint me. And then besides that, uh, don't say it. I really You're enjoyed not. 2018 and then probably five and maybe three. Okay. okay. I, my least favorite of the entire franchise is the one we just watched. No, I'm sorry. It is Halloween Kills. Oh, uh, man. I, I hate that one, that one more than I hate this. But this one is right next to it. No. They're on the same shelf. I'd rather watch Rob Zombie's interpretations of Halloween than this one. And I fucking hate those ones. My least favorites are Halloween 2 and Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Rob Zombie tried to get super creative with with Halloween 2, his version. He wanted to do something different and take it another direction. I was like, this is fine. I didn't really care for it, but I applauded the vision. Much like when we're going to talk about Halloween ends, I kind of appreciate what they're trying to do. But boy, they have all the ingredients. They just cook this fucking cake all wrong. Oh, man, this is like a cake you don't even need to bake. Someone else baked it for you and shoved it in your mouth. And you're like, give me. It's so good. Like we didn't ask for it, but they made it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, And then they then they shit right on top of it. Exactly. Mm. Sometimes when you go home and a parent is cooking for you, like you didn't ask for sweet treats, but guess what? They provided it to you and you're excited about it. But this isn't sweet. It's shitty. Well, okay. Well, let's, I guess, get into it. What don't you guys like about this film? Uh, How much time do you have today? 50 minutes. (laughs) 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 Okay. I feel like it's just fucking a whole other formula of the one before this you know what i mean like they redid the whole thing as like oh the humans are the monsters but it's just so much worse she's right i mean my my thing here the the tonal shift from where we were just the movie prior from the movie prior which is supposed to be like this trilogy they feel like three complete separate movies like if you did not have michael myers in it and just kind of change it around they actually could have been three separate movies it doesn't feel like they go into each other and Halloween ends from like segment to segment, like all of a sudden the kids in the sewer. Why is he in the sewer all of a sudden? We don't know. We don't care. There's a lot of wise and common sense that do not link the story together. It's just like all of a sudden we're supposed to buy this. Uh, Michael Myers lives in a sewer for three fucking years in a, in a crevice that this kid just happened to find. Like this movie makes absolutely no sense. Uh, no, Michael Myers dragged him in there after he fell off from the bridge. You know what I mean? I mean, got pushed. He did a Freddy versus Jason thing where Freddy's using Jason to like make himself stronger. Is oh, yeah. my takeaway. I, I get the supposed like to me, this whole movie, there was no Michael Myers. It was really just Cunningham. He was Michael Myers the whole time. Like the Michael Myers that he sees is actually just him. See what I'm saying? Like he dragged himself in there because how else does this movie make any fucking sense whatsoever? It doesn't. I think the only thing for me that I'm like, why is this happening is right in the beginning. We are never told why he is so scared to be in that attic. Maybe it's because he grew up with the folklore of Michael Myers and he's supposedly still on the loose. So he's thinking, oh, shit, I need to be afraid. This kid could be in danger. That's the only thing I'm like, why did he get this freaked out at? Well, the kid set him up. You know, he knocked over the lamp. He opened up the door. He took the knife. Yeah, he took the knife out of the kitchen. So, I mean, if you live in Beirut and you hear a bomb and see smoke, you're like, oh, shit, maybe I should take cover because war is fucking coming. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Michael Myers. Hey, I live in fucking Haddonfield. The door's fucking open. The light's over and Mm -hmm. there's a knife missing. Hmm. Maybe if I get locked in the fucking attic, I'm fucking scared. All right. That's the only gripe I have with this movie besides that disgusting mother. Why was she disgusting? This guy killed his kid. No, the mom, not that mom. Oh, his the, mom. Yeah, his mom. mom. Oh, Cunningham's mom. <laughs> She's like, oh, my baby boy. I smell. When a mom says I can smell her on you to their son, that's no matter what is disgusting, unless they're talking about a skunk. I mean, do we not enjoy Sleepaway Camp? I do. 
I love that. Yeah. Mom, mom, and mom, and that one was way more creepy. That's aunt. That's a difference. Oh, aunt, mom, whatever. Uh-huh. The motherly figure, same difference. Nah, ants. The ants have some leeway. Okay, <sighs> they can hold ten times their strength. Yeah, but creepy, creepy, overbearing moms is is a trope that I'm tired of. Like you get it every five horror movies. Like oh, mm-hmm. filthy mom that likes to overextend her reach. I we could just did without that whole thing. Yeah. Like, he accidentally killed a kid. That's enough motive to be like, I'm a weirdo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the town ridicules him for it. To be the monster that people have become. Is there anything else that you guys are like, hey, or anything you want me to say? Like, if you're like, hey, James, what about this would you like? There's no way James could enjoy that subplot. There's subplots in this movie? Yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> oh, I thought it was... Laurie Strode, total badass Terminator type, and then all of a sudden she's like, nope, now I'm bedridden, and then now I love my life, and I just want to write a memoir. Yeah. So I'm saying, this movie makes no, this the how and why for these three films don't make sense. Okay, I will comment on, like, people I saw on review saying, man, oh, when did she have this tradition of cooking a pumpkin pie on Halloween? I, as someone who grew up, I I guess you could say, in a broken home, we didn't have traditions. We had maybe, we only had one, and that's eating tacos on Halloween. That's it. Uh, Throughout my entire life, that was the only one until my parents were starting to get a divorce, and I was like, hey, it's Christmas. This will be fun. Oh, no. After gifts are open, everyone's cold with each other. So I went and sat on Newgrounds.com and watched all of college university. And I have done that every year since to the point where the man who made that series is aware of it. And he loves that I do it. I send him a message every year and I'm like, hey, I'm doing this. And he's like, yeah. So now I will force a tradition. If someone is like, hey, maybe we should do this every year. I'm like, yes, let's do that. One time, I'm like, we watched Ponyo the first 4th of July that we lived in Chicago. And I was like, let's just watch Ponyo every year. And then Nicole's like, maybe not Ponyo every year. But now we watch a movie every year on 4th of July. What, what what did that have to do with the movie we were talking about? What I'm saying is that's why, like, she <laughs> she is trying to find something to hold on to because everything she knows gets ripped away from her. Yeah, but even that was a lie. That never happened. What? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What never happened? <laughs> she never made a fucking pie all those years. No, that no. I'm saying this is a brand new tradition. So she's like, oh, maybe the the following Halloween when she is hanging out with what's her name, the nurse. Allison. Uh, Allison. She's like, hey, let's make a pumpkin pie. They make that. And then she's like, well, this has to be tradition. I need to hold on to anything that is memorable because it will be stripped away. She, she's like Casper. I mean, murder's pretty memorable. Why not just remember murder? No, everyone's all cool with Casper saying, can I keep you? But when Laurie Strode says, hey, can we? I make a fucking pie? Everyone's up in arms about it. It's not a big deal. She was, okay, she was fucking in survival mode all her life, got Mm -hmm. her daughter taken away, couldn't make memories, and then she's an alcoholic, and then she gets in recovery, Mm -hmm. and then her daughter fucking dies. Builds a fortress. Builds a fortress, and now she wants to do something nice for her granddaughter that lives with her. There, check mark. That's all. You guys are good with that now. We have debated this in my favor. (laughs) Linda Hamilton did not make Eddie Furlong a pie in Terminator 2. Once you're in that survival, I know the future and everything's going to come kill you, you don't make pies no more. You make grenades out of household chemicals. Yeah, but that boogeyman that is Skynet is everlasting. Okay, Skynet, Michael Myers, same, same. Oh, okay, all right. And speaking of Mark that- Mark Thorne, bud, that's forever. You know what? Halfway through this movie, I expected that kid to have the Mark of Thorn appear on his fucking wrist. And I'd have been like, all right, tight. I buy it. That would have made some type of sense. You're bringing a callback from part six, which was like this whole mysterious part six. Like everyone, like either you love that one or you hate that one because it has like a new supernatural mysterious thing. And I was like, okay, they did the callback to part three with the kids in the masks on the playground. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do a callback to Mark of Thorn and be like, oh, it still exists. I'd have been like, okay, tight. Didn't happen. Fuck this movie. Okay, real quick, I have to do a full disclosure. The person who plays Corey Cunningham looks aggressively like my brother, so that could be why I'm like, you know what, this guy's pretty cool. I enjoy him. And then 
I think this movie's shot beautifully. It's paced in the cinematographies like from the 70s. I think it's just like really neat and cool. And watching this sober yesterday, I loved it even more than watching it stoned for the first time. I don't like that. No. I like it. You guys are rude. I don't like it at all. I think... Cunningham looked just like the dude. I can't remember who was it. It's not Kemper. Maybe oh. Andy from, from Texas Chainsaw, the remake. Yes. Like I was like, how did this guy not age? They look exactly like same glasses, same hair, same facial structure. I actually thought it was the same guy, but I can't remember what guy, that guy's name is. It was like Kemper was the guy with the mustache. That was the guy that got his fucking face cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so I think it was either Andy. Now, wasn't that the one that got the, on the hook? I don't Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Morgan. Yeah. Morgan. Okay. It was Morgan. Yep. Yeah. He looked just like him. And I was like, uh, what happened here? <laughs> but anyways, speaking of which, my brother lives in Texas and he's doing some massacres as well. But in the back of comic book shops playing Magic the Gathering. But how about that? Yeah. Fun fact. There we go. <laughs> the guys. More you know, you right. know, my brother. <laughs> OK. I'm just going to go through like the reasons why I enjoy this movie and the themes that I picked up on it. Can I ask you a question first? Yeah, of course. What was your favorite part of this movie? Just hands down, beautiful magic that just occurred. Oh, I really don't want to say it because you guys are going to think I'm stupid. (laughs) I already do. (laughs) (laughs) I love them just like bripping around on that motorcycle. It's so relaxing. And also, Nicole Uh, and I... Do you come to horror movies to relax, bro? Yeah, they're cozy. (laughs) All of Like, a good horror movie is cozy. Like, the first Halloween is a cozy-ass movie. No. Yes, it is. A good horror movie makes you afraid of what's around the corner, like impending dread. That is a good horror movie. Not riding on the back of a motorcycle feeling cozy. What the hell is wrong And the music they have, too. It's just like a weird... I don't like that alternative rock thing. And I'm like, what the actual fuck is this movie? Like you can tell Danny McBride made this movie on about 18 fucking joints. <laughs> like, bro, this was a writer's room that was smoked the fuck out. Hell yeah, dude. Do some punch <laughs> up. How about do some, uh, well, like, have I... you've seen, this is the end with Danny McBride and yeah, Franco. Fuck yeah. and yeah. Or they all talk about Pineapple Express, too. Like, this is, I imagine, how Halloween fucking ends with Dow. Bro, oh, guess what? This is what I think for fucking Halloween. I love, love it. Yeah, that, that was this movie. <laughs> okay, well, you guys are getting a little hurtful right now, okay? <laughs> this is what this is my favorite movie. All right, so you love motorcycle rides? Yeah, uh, that's really good. And uh, when I come to Chicago next, you want to get some scoots and you can hop on the back of my scoot and I'll uh, yeah. drive you around? All right, cool. I have two Razor scooters if you want to use I'm, those. I'm talking about the electric trams. Okay. No, I, can, I can really rev that bitch up, have you on the back. Oh, I'm scared to of that. hold them tight. Yeah, hold me, hold me by my waist. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> Pet the back of my head. I also really <laughs> like the scene with the doctor and the nurse who just got promoted, that them getting killed. That's awesome. Shot well. It's just, I think this is a cozy movie and it's awesome. <laughs> All right. There you go. Watch a looker. The thing that I liked in this whole movie, I thought that was kind of fun, is when, uh, again, I'm just going to say it was Cunningham because I don't believe Michael Myers was actually in this movie. I think it was him the whole time. When he took that record DJ's thing, smashed his face on the corner, mm. like his jaws are broken open. And he's like, yeah, and your tongue, too. That I thought that was cool. kind of fun. Then the record skipping off yeah, the tongue. Yeah, the record skipping over his tongue. And that was kind of fun. That's the only thing I really enjoyed about this movie. Everything else. So yeah, fuck this movie. I really liked when it ended oh my god (laughs) that's the other part i liked correct (laughs) and i was about to say like nicole and i had this in quotes experience not like oh nicole's gone seen into the devil's eyes and is now murdering people we came together kind of trauma bonded over our town and we're like we need to get the fuck out of here and i think that could also be a reason why this resonates with both of us nicole also really likes this movie i mean that's cool people like Velvet elvis too are you and nicole from the same town yeah i'm taking it back is it haddonfield oh we wish that would have been (laughs) an easier drive up from chicago you know fair enough but no yeah nicole and i almost 10 years strong baby Ten years strong, left left Haddonfield. Uh-huh. 
We said gotcha. bye bye Michael, bye bye Paul Rudd, bye bye Rob Zombie, or as we call him on here, Roberto Zumbini. I like that. All right, guys, let's get into some themes that I pulled. I think this is a commentary a lot on just horror fans in general and re like re- these reboots in general where it's like you guys want this to end so badly just like they want evil to end so badly but we can't end this franchise. It's too lucrative. You really don't want to see Michael Myers die, even though everyone's like, well, if it's Halloween end, you better end it. And I think that's why the movie ends like it does. It's just like, how could we have done this in a satisfying way? And I think this was the most satisfying way of this is definitive. We threw him in the scrap metal disposal thing. And boy, oh boy, that's one of my favorite parts is him just getting tossed in there and Pops like a balloon. <laughs> like a balloon? Yeah, he pop when he like folds in and he goes plop. It was like a meat grinder, but Yeah, I mean, he was he's kind of cr- kind of crunched together. Yeah. But like the blood pops out like a balloon. Kind of exploded, but I, I don't know about maybe I'll give it to you. It's fine. It, it did make a nice yeah. splurge. Yeah. You can have that one. Yeah. Also, we could um actually that and be like that dude bled out a lot on that kitchen counter. There shouldn't be that much blood. Yeah, you're you're right. And then he got a refrigerator to the nuts. That was cool. <laughs> that was to his little to his shin. His little pecker. I get it. Oh, oh, you think Michael Myers has a little guy? He's that's the hung. whole point of this movie. It's just and that's him. why he's so mad. Yeah, it's small dick man syndrome. He's just going around killing everybody. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you're so giant. You must have huge fingers. Just use those. It's still satisfying. Ew. Did you see how? Did you see how sausagey his fingers are, though? Oh, yeah. I don't yes. think any woman would want them sausage digits up in there. Uh, I guess you haven't been speaking to the right Chicago women. They love a bratwurst. <laughs> hey. Okay, oh. <laughs> um, these are our folk tales, guys. Horror movies. They will always be coming and going. These are our folk heroes. And as such, you wanted closure, but it needs to continue for a new age. Meaning, Michael Myers, he is the boogeyman, literally. Laurie Strode is a Davi- It's a Davian Goliath thing. We need these things. A lot of people say this about Marvel movies, that these are our new gods and whatnot. But I think, especially if you're into horror movies, you will start seeing these as folk tales and especially when more and more iterations come about and i i think there's it's totally fine to to get different interpretations on it and think oh what could have been and what did we get and i think they're all good minus you know halloween 2 and halloween 2 <laughs> i i really when i when i get franchise movies like this i'll watch it with an open set of eyes and i will never piss or shit on it in like a a public forum. If people ask me, I'll be like, yeah, this is what I thought. People get so mad about franchises. Oh, they fucked this up. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, it's their movie to fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't like it, so what? Go watch the movie you do like. Yeah. I don't, I don't ever, I don't get fan rage. I don't understand. Like even when they take franchises that I particularly enjoy, I don't, I'm not, a, haven't been a big Halloween fan. So I just watched it and took it for what it was. Like I, I enjoyed Rob Zombie's first movie. And the first movie of this trilogy, like out of all of them, if Michael Myers movies, not Halloween three, that's kind mm-hmm. of its own thing. But if I had to take a Michael Myers movie, I enjoyed what Rob Zombie did. I enjoyed seeing his backstory. I hate the whole fan argument of, oh, he's a supernatural force and we're not supposed to I kind of like knowing what happened to his kid. That was yeah. kind of fun. And then, you know, I enjoyed him being then this 68 year old man standing in a fucking courtyard of other crazies chained to the floor and he felt the mask like that was that was cool like mm-hmm. i liked those two stories out of the whole michael myers trope i even find the first one the very original kind of boring i never liked that like i was more of a friday the 13th freddy type guy like i want some more wow some more disgust along with my tension building and the original halloween to me is just tension it's not enough of of the gore and the goods and that's why i kind of never grabbed onto it but what you're saying with the whole movies and gods things, I, I agree. It's very much, uh, uh, you know, like you say, modern folktale. It's it's Michael Myers will probably be here beyond the time that all of us are still on the planet. They'll he'll be a cyborg like they did Jason sometime eventually. Ooh. 
There'll be Michael Myers goes to Hawaii. You know, it, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever they want to do, I'll fucking I'll watch it once. And then if someone wants to know what I think, I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Presley, any comments on these folk heroes of ours? All in all, it's fun to see the interpretations, you know, from the originals. And then, like, I do not like Rob Zombie at all. I hated the second one, but the first one is watchable. I don't really care for the second one myself. I I do like his first one. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, Evil Dead's doing some really good stuff. I loved the Evil Dead Rise. That was fucking bomb. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm just, like, nitpicky sometimes. A little too much. But, it's fun to be passionate about stuff, but I, yeah, I'm always like, eh, take it or leave it. It is what it is, and they did what they wanted to do with it. Am I in the position of power to do anything about it? Nah, fuck. Yeah, it. I. We can't get into this, but but let's. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of franchises that you really enjoy, and then you're let down by it. Presley is aware of what I'm about to say. But after watching Terrifier 2, I was like, oh, so this is what people felt like when they watched Halloween Kills. God, I was so disappointed by Terrifier 2. That's fine. You can be disappointed all you want. It's quite possibly the best thing that's happened to horror in the last 25 years, but you're entitled to your opinion. It's so bloated, and it's like, take this stuff out. Answer some questions that you asked. That's what part three is for. Part, Part one was the introduction. Part two is the... Your dick's a little wet. And part three is when you're going to get the full, full bust a nut mode. I hope like it's the kid all grown up and he's like, maybe I'm the terrifier and I'm going to be <laughs> hopping on a bike all the time. And you guys are going to be like, this is great. And I'll be like, fuck you guys. This is Halloween ends. But if he ha- if he has an axe and he's like whacking people's face, like playing baseball with mailboxes and it's axes and heads, it's way better. Okay. That's horror. That's uh. not just running around on a... Oh, I love you after our our second day seeing each other. I want to leave town with you forever. Makes absolutely no fucking sense. Okay. I'm glad you guys brought that up. I believe that's my next note. These two were destined. Yes. Since the dawn of time. Yes. Since the sun came out. These two souls were in the ether Uh designed to meet each other Uh at Halloween ends. Yes. You do a fantastic me impression. absolutely not. This movie is fucking garbage. Like, oh, I'm a nurse and I see people every day. But this one guy who actually killed people, you know what? Kind of want to stick that in my vagina. Nah, bro. Not buying it. No, this is how I look at it. These are two people with common experiences of, yes, they're the polar opposite. He explained it of like, hey, people look at me and they see the kid who killed a child, but they look at you still with like the same aversion, but at least you're an in quotes survivor. And I think it's like, I call them dirty kids, but you could call them like the kids who all hung out together. And you might if you heard that they all ended up getting scabies because they always hung out at this specific trailer, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That the <laughs> these kids, even though they're so diam- like they could have different interests and all of that, they come from either broken families or have trauma. They all seem to meet together. I could have just said Marshland Media. All of us have insane trauma in our lives. So who me? Yeah. Uh, We're all attracted to each other because we know the other can relate when most people can't. And I think that's why at least I enjoyed their or at least bought their love story. Yeah. You took that bandaid that uh, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride wrote for the store and you fucking rode it till the fucking sticky wore off, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. Because that's not even fucking true. I have I have people that have common traumas in my life, and I definitely don't want to run away with them forever. I'm just kind of like, yeah, we, we can be friends and we can talk about things, but uh, you're kind of keep your ass over there. Well, yeah, because you're also not sexually attracted to them. Look at Allison. She's a nurse. That's hot. Look at this dude. He's sawing off mufflers. That's sexy. You're right. Sawing off mufflers. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. He knows how to treat a woman. You turned it all around for me. He knows how to treat a woman. He knows his way around a muffler. Well, hell, hang that muffler with cold iron. (laughs) All right. Let me cross off these damn notes. 
We are the infection, the fans that spread in the genre that just shit on things because it's not exactly what we wanted or would have done it. That I get that from this when she's like, oh, yeah, you know, this this sickness just spreads. Am I projecting or like trying to find meaning? It could just literally be, hey, this is what trauma is. But I, I like to think that they're commenting on fans. Also, I think the opening is uh, like, fuck you to people who didn't like Halloween kills of like, well, what even was that? They were just running around screaming and they're like, all right, I, how can we kind of say like this? Is, we're going for it. And I don't know. Kill a kid. I don't I don't think that's that was the caveat to putting that in the movie. That's what Nicole and I, because it, when it began, I was like do you think they're going to kill this kid? And Nicole's like, they're not going to kill a kid. And then it kept escalating and escalating. And she's like, I think they actually might kill this kid. And then they did. And I was like, holy shit, they killed the kid. To me, that's like, that was low shelf hanging type fruit bottom tequila shit. Like there's movies that have killed kids in way more effective ways that left my mouth agape. I was kind of like, I would have killed this kid. Like, fuck this kid. I'm pushing you off this fucking railing. Like he was a complete asshole. He was asking for it. I just, the diatribe of, of us being the infection, I, again, I just chalk this up to the Chiba, bro. I think he's, this has nothing to do with fans. Hold on. My son's calling me. Okay. Comatose doesn't want us to hear because he's going to say, I can smell her on you. Gross. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear a fucking word you said. Okay. Sure good. Right. Listen to it in the so podcast. Dumb. So I just dumb. referenced something from the show. I'm sure it was. Um, I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was, yeah, I don't think it's, it's, there's nothing in this movie everything surface level i i really doubt that there is something deep and meaningful as the fans are the plague in this movie at all this this movie is a bad cash grab in my opinion i'd love if danny mcbride and other guy gordon green there's a tiktok and it's just shows speakers and it's me screaming out of the speakers then it pulls away and then goes on to them and there's like tears running down their eyes and they're like someone fucking got it Someone got it. <laughs> and it's you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would I would like to talk I would say the same thing to these gentlemen face to face. Like, bro, come on. What is going on with this movie? Explain it to me. They'd interview me and they're like, Oh yeah, so like what you clearly like horror. What what are some of your favorites? I'm like, Ghoulies three, ghoulies go to college, and they're like, cut the interview, cut the interview. This person is not gonna make us look good. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Ghoulies 3. Oh, dude, it's the, it's truly the best one. Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College. I watched that one first and thought all of them were like that, and none of them are like that. They are actually scary, and I was watching one super stone. It's when I got added to Horror Crunk Entertainment, and I, was, I got high. I was like, I'm going to watch both Ghoulies. I'm going to have a fun time. They're going to be pulling yanks the entire time, being goofballs. No, uh-uh. It's witch cults. It's not fun. <laughs> I didn't realize Ghoulies Go to College was a real thing. I thought you made that up. Uh-uh. I, I did, too. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know there was a third one. Cool. Wait, didn't that one come out in 1990? Is that? I hope that's on our list of movies to do. I have no idea. I don't know. Oh, if it's not, a, it will be a write-in candidate. It'll just be my Holy frantic fuck. chicken scratch. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so good. He is yeah. right. It is a real movie. Mm-hmm. Ghoulies mm-hmm. 3, Ghoulies Go to College. It's 1990. It says 90. Oh, damn it. Okay, so that's why it's not on our list. We will get to And the cover of them have two of them in that cap and gown. This uh-huh. is terrible. I was a little disappointed. It's not them actually attending college. It's just <laughs> someone in college summons them. So that I was a little iffy on, but the rest of it, it's uh, they're pulling yanks. It's two fraternities going in a prank war, and they're like, we're just pulling yanks, man. And then the ghoulies show up and start killing this one's wearing a jersey. <laughs> uh huh. And one of them is Richard Kind. I don't know. Okay. Who it is. I don't either. Uh, he's in Gotham. He he played the mayor. He's in Red Oaks. The dad. He's in a bunch of stuff. Google Richard Kind, and you'll be like, oh yeah, I know him from literally every TV show I've ever seen. Richard Kind, K I N D. Yes, like a kind bar. Oh, or... that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there I'm we go. Richard Kind. <laughs> oh, I love Richard Kind. Yeah, he's he's one of the ghoulies. 
Oh my god! Interesting. And they love drinking that must have been beer. His first shit he ever did. Probably, <laughs> and the first thing Matthew Lillard ever did. <gasps> also in Ghoulies Three. Interesting. Yeah, it's so good. Like if you've ever seen Ski Patrol or no Ski School, if you've ever seen Ski School, it came out at the same time. I think the same people are in it. It's so good, Ski Patrol. Ski School or Ski Patrol? Ski Patrol. Ski School. Okay, Ski Patrol is better. Oh, you've seen both. Yes, I have. Okay, I haven't seen Ski Patrol yet, but again, it's cozy. I wish I lived in this movie just as much. I wish I could live in Step by Step. I think you're just a child of the cheesy '80s, is what it is. Probably. I'm also a a child of the cheesy now. I love eating cheddar. And Ski Patrol has uh, Leslie Jordan in it. Mm -hmm. Leslie Jordan is the man. I love Leslie Jordan. This is another theme. So he puts on a mask and he's like, oh, then he starts killing. Why does he do that? Was the evil transferred to him? Or is it because behind the mask, they don't know who you are and can't project who they think you are But at the same time, you can choose to be who they say you are and act like it wasn't you. It was just the mask. I'm not that high, bud. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying that's uh, maybe this has a lot of theming of the mask, you know, the comic book series. I think it's like you just accessorize. Like you have your outfit and you put some earrings on because he killed that homeless guy and he wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah. Okay. And I have four different comatose masks sitting up there that people have never seen. I just collect pumpkin masks because I like to accessorize. Yeah, but when you put that mask on, have you ever been like, well, I could trip this person and no one would. I mean, people would know it's you because they're like custom masks. I tuck my dick in between my legs and go, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Yes. (laughs) That's what I do when I try on my mask. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'll tuck it and then I'll show it to Nicole and start like. Never. I was, I was, I was going to get too into detail, and I could see Presley be like, "Please don't say this on microphone." Too graphic. I don't blame Presley in any way, shape, or form. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, this movie, I, I, I don't think it's speaking on anything other than it's not oh, that deep. Yeah, he's Michael Myers now. Yay! It's like Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. That's all it is, but worse. And I love Friday Thirteenth Part Five. You know it's hit, not him because it's blue instead of red. There has been arguments whether or not his jumpsuit is actually blue or forest green because in certain lights it looks different. Oh no, I mean his his um the markings on his mask. Oh, you're talking about the chevrons. Yeah, sorry, I thought you were talking about the jumpsuit. I thought you were going to get super nerdy with me because I can go there with Friday the 13th. That's also in here. You can see that sometimes when you look in the mask of Michael Myers, they're red eyes and sometimes they're blue eyes. Old blue eyes. Oh, actually, so one's, uh, one's red and the other is like he has also a milky eye because he got stabbed there. Monochromatic or heterochromia. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to be like, wait, well, that would be <laughs> monochromatic. Yeah. Yeah. You those know, monochromatic eyes. Two different eyes. <laughs> Mono. Yeah. I enjoyed the line when Allison's beaten on that microwave and Laurie Strode's like, oh, yeah, you you can smash things Uh, like you can get mad and smash things, but be careful. It's addictive. And I think that's also commenting on if you take that step forward and you cross that line, there's no turning back. You're full force into evil. Presley, anything to say about that? Um, No. (laughs) <laughs> I, I think it's just a substitute to be like I've been fighting evil forever and I don't know how to stop okay this movie's so deep it is dude you're finally getting it it's not in any way shape or form <laughs> that was that was so spoon fed like yeah we know we've all seen Halloween Halloween 2 Halloween 3 Halloween 4 Halloween 5 Halloween 6 Halloween Resurrection, Halloween H2O, Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween, Halloween Kills. And yeah, we've seen Halloween ends. We know, Lori, you have a habit of doing this. Gotcha. Microwave metaphor, fucking top class. We didn't get it until that moment. Thanks, Lori. I have to, um, actually, you you, you got H2O and Resurrection flip-flopped. That's how much I love the franchise. Hell yeah. Because that's how it should have been. <laughs> no, it's how much I don't give a fuck. Uh, this is not movie. I mean, it is movie related because, you know, he's got those dead shark eyes. And I was like, someone needs to Photoshop beautiful eyes onto sharks. Do they? Yeah. I like the whole blank protective stare thing. That's kind of creepy. No, it's like Jabberjaw and Jellystone. She's really cool and she has beautiful eyes. You think Jabberjaw fucked all them bitches? Yeah. That's what I thought, too. 
Okay, just want, I just was wondering if it's like Jabberjaw knocks the boots on all them chicks. And Jabberjaw and Jellystone real horned up. Yeah, that's what I thought. I just have two more notes, all master, because a lot of people are like, Michael Myers would never like have an apprentice. Sorry, all masters of a craft are looking to pass down their knowledge to people. So you really think that Michael Myers is like a Sith Lord? Yeah. Okay. If Darth Dooku wants to show Darth Maul the go-hands of whatever, he will, just like Michael Myers. So you're, you're saying this eternal evil yes. that does things for over 40 years mm-hmm. wants to look for a youngin to teach and to nurture and to show him his ways. Yeah. Because he cares. Because he wants his legacy to live. Yes, he knows evil needs to keep recurring. Evil will reoccur with or without Michael Myers. Yeah, but Michael Myers is like, hey, I'm a pretty cool evil, guys. I'm the boogeyman of this place. Michael Myers does not care about his lineage continuing. He cares about what he needs to do. End of story. He's not there to be like, you know what? In 200 years, I'm definitely going to need to haunt Halloween still. I think he's a parasite, like like in the faculty. You know, they want to they need to jump to another source in order to keep living. I think the evil that is in Michael Myers is also the same evil now, like it has transferred into a new body so it can keep living. But Laurie Strode only lived so long. And man, for 45 years, he's awfully been focused on one person no that's just that's just oh, occurrence like your backpedal a little bit got you caught there but i guess you want to know what that actually does make sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> so why would he give two shits about living past her generation if he's been centrally focused on this one lady because that's just what it's always been oh well, sounds like you and Danny McBride have been in the same writer's room together. I wish. I'll cross the picket <laughs> lines, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I would not. I'm non-union. There's no picket lines where I'm at. I'm going to Power Rangers, okay? Fair enough. They could probably use some new hits. Oh, man. I wish I could write. Live in New Zealand? I've heard that. It's pretty cool there. It's temperate. Have you been? No. Okay. Just- it's a coastal place. It's temperate. It's fine. That's that's geographical science, bud. We had a Power Rangers actor on Mostly Speaking Sentai, and he was like, yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like 21, moving to New Zealand. Thought I made it big. But then, oh, uh Which Power Ranger? He was like the comedic relief in Power Rangers Ninja Steel and Super Ninja Steel. Cool. Big ups. Of the, the group duo Victor and Monty. He played Monty. Caleb Bendit. Shout out. Shout out. Caleb. And just like Halloween ends, everyone hated Victor and Monty, but for some weird reason, Nicole and I were like, this they fucking rock. They're absurdist comedians within this weird Power Rangers show. Yeah. And there's, have any of you guys seen Jake and Amir? Negative. Mm, I've heard. I don't, I don't dabble. They were on College Humor. It was just like, it was a web series. And there's a recurring bit of, there are two twins that worked in the office. And it would always be one or the other after the other one gets hit in one of the videos. They'll they'll go up real quick without like just split second holding pulse, fingers on the pulse, and just look to the camera and say, he's dead. So now whenever Nicole and I think someone's going to say, he's dead. We'll say that, and it, that happened in this movie. We go, <laughs> right when, you know, uh, Laurie cuts his throat, then cuts his wrists while he's on the table. And then throws a refrigerator into his dick. It's not his dick. It's not his dick. It's his shin. His dick. Oh, you're saying his dick goes down to his shin. Yeah, yeah, baby. I mean, it was across his lap. It hit him in the dick. Also, if you had a penis that went down to your knees, that's also being a freak and you should be uh, sad for it, you know? No, you should find a new profession and make millions. No, you'll never, this will get great. You'll never feel the satisfaction of it just all being submerged. (laughs) I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about jumping rope with your own anatomy. Oh. I mean, there's... There are job opportunities that don't consist of your filthy mind, buddy. Okay, well, I'm not good at double dutch, so I would just trip on my own schlong. You can practice. Oh, and then they throw him in the, the meat grinder, and it was great. Yeah, that wasn't really him exploding. That was his dick. Oh, damn. He's fine. He's actually under there. His dick okay. is just cut up. He was erect, so all the blood was there. Yep, 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 yep. 
And that's Halloween ends, guys. I love it. It's real good. That's Halloween ends. Dick explosions. On a rating from one to five, what would you give it? You can give halves. Point five. Point um, five? Wowzers. <laughs> guys, do you know who Neil Breen is? No. No, should I? No, you shouldn't. He makes dog shit movies, but people are, for some weird reason, into them. Like, he's low budget. He's a Tommy Wiseau-esque guy. And I, I, but not good. Like, nowhere near, like, fun. They're, like, truly, I would love to do this. There are scenes that I will not edit what I'm about to do. Okay. So let's say someone walks into a room. Oh, how are you doing? I'm good. Oh, that's really fine. good. Oh, no, I was. No, you guys were not supposed to answer. There, there are times when there are t- like two to three seconds in between someone else talking. It is so, baffling. So the edits are crisp. The edits are real dragged out. And these movies are an hour and 28 minutes long. They could be shaved down because I edit podcasts and usually it's just cutting out silences. I right. can cut out maybe 10 minutes from most recordings. And if it's an hour and a half, you can cut out maybe like 15 to 20. I know I, I we watched one because some, uh, We Love Trash with Betsy Sodaro and Mano Agapian did a watch along of a couple of his movies. The first one was at least like baffling, but the second one they did called Twisted Pear sucks so hard. And you guys, I would love for you guys to watch that and you guys be like, oh, you want to know what? That's clearly worse than Halloween ends. But not by far. Oh, they get an A for God. effort. No. Right? I mean, in, independent yeah. filmmaking. <laughs> And having, what is it, $33 million at your disposal? It's a way different ballpark, buddy. Oh, my God. Comatose, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, and and James left. Oh, no, I just needed to grab a little something because, wait, we'll get into, or do you want to know what, Comatose, what you got to plug? I don't have anything to plug, man. I just, you know, we did the uh, No One Survives October, and I'm currently working on other things for the Halloween season because it's... If you're in horrorcore, if you don't release something on Halloween, are you even really horrorcore? Ooh, maybe you should get on my song Anal Dentata. That sounds disgusting. It's, you know, like vagina dentata from teeth. I know what vaginal dentata is. Have you, I've seen teeth. But it's, you know, in your butt. Yeah, I'm, I, I am a sharp <laughs> man. I'm been around the block I once or twice. I understand. James is, uh, he's on, he's on a special branch of the tree. Presley, would it would you hate it less to know that it's like a club dance song? That kind of makes it worse. Dang it! Actually, kind of makes it better. Have you uh-huh. heard uh, James? I shot this music video probably seven years ago called "Poop Comes from the Butt." Uh uh-uh. uh I'll have to send that to you. Please do. It's a fucking banger. All right, Presley, do you have anything to plug? Mm, not today. All right. Okay. Hey, guys, listen to my music under Marshland Monster. New music coming out pretty much every single month. Next month, July 7th, new Howard Kramer, a.k.a. Dragon Boy Suede collab. It's called Ill-Fated Brigade. Get on it. And listen to my other podcasts. Go to MLMPod.com to find out information about that. And head over to Patreon.com forward slash MLMPod, where for $5 a month, you get exclusive content every single Friday. It's the best way to support this podcast network, because if we ain't getting more, I, I, I got to start finding a job. I had to apply to one yesterday, but it's in the field. So if I got it, man, that'd be pretty cool. Working at a college, doing podcasting, that's pretty nice. But also, $10 patrons, they get exclusive content monthly, as well as all that weekly content. And shoutouts on every single free feed podcast. So let's begin with those, starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power, our Alex Z, the Waz, Orion, he's a former rapper, Defo, D-FO, Jordan B, the KS, which my brother, no, not my brother, my Bickle brother in common law, Joshua Jacus, Steve Barnes of Sweet Child of Time, my mother, she doesn't try to kiss me on the lips, she never said Oh, I can smell Nicole on you. I'd have to give her a quick shove if she did that. I'd say, not cool, mom. Lil' Corey's BFF and four, soon-to-be former roommate Shane, that fed twitch.tv forward slash core winning. It's core win. And twitch.tv forward slash r2shelby2. It's r2shelby2 of the formulaic podcast and the rom complex. And finally, let's pull this. I'm so excited, Presley. What movie do you hope we pull? I don't remember any of the ones we maybe like an, an earnest, scared, stupid. That'd be a pretty oh, cool one. Oh, there we go. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be cool if we got Child's Play 3, so then it's like book ended. Maybe we do that one. Uh, but let's, you tell me when to stop and then I will, I'll grab one. Hey guys, quick disclosure. This is our second time doing this. We pulled the arrival and realized it's only available on VHS or we could quickly learn Russian. But I believe we would get red flagged right now trying to learn Russian in the free world. You're right. <laughs> just gonna say you're right. All right. So the arrival is out. Fingers crossed we get one that isn't like, oh, only on VHS. I could have dubbed the, like, bought the VHS, but it's kind of, it's like 30 bucks. That's too expensive. Yeah. All right. Presley, tell me when to stop. Have you been going for a while? Uh, yeah. Mm, stop. Okay. Oh, I got one this time. All right. Our real first movie for season one, or not season two, season 1991. Yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. Will be, Presley. That's long. <laughs> well, th they're all this long because guess what? This is the longest title, so they're all this size. You wanted this in there, and I was like, oh, this looks fun. I know it's available to watch places, so we don't got to worry about that. But I was like, oh, we could remove this one or that one. And you said, well, we need to keep this one based on title alone. It is Bloodsucking Pharaohs in Pittsburgh. Fuck yeah. It is for real available multiple places on YouTube. All right, guys, I've been James. I'm still Presley. I guess I'm comatose sometimes. And we've been uh, the height, height of uh, horror. horror. Woo, see you guys. Bye. 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 Stop. The first movie for our season of 1991 will be, I don't remember anything about it, but it is called The Arrival from 1991. The Arrive. A man, oh no, an old man who has been near a fallen meteor starts to get younger and younger with a terrible thirst for blood. That's right. That has that one guy in it that I was really stoked about. It's directed by David Schumoller. Moller? Yeah, Schumoller. No, Schmoller. Schmoller. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> There's no shoe in there. It's fine. Schumoller. <laughs> Schumoller. Schmoller. I'm gonna. I'm gonna greet my wife when she comes home today. Schmoller. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah.